Hello, I'm Andy Clark, and welcome to the second in the five-part podcast series Stitching Up Poverty, the story of a remarkable project aimed at empowering some of the most marginalised women in the world, the women of rural villages in Sindh province in Pakistan. These women face extreme poverty and a male-dominated culture which has traditionally severely limited their role in society, condemning them to life as second-class citizens. So, how to break this cycle? Well, a project run by the development wing of the YMCA and the Community World Service Asia organisation set out to do just that. This podcast series tells the story of the project based on more than 100 personal stories collected from those directly involved. In the first episode, we looked at economic empowerment. This time, we turn to the men. How would they react to a project aimed at giving women the freedom to master their own destinies? The male stories in the podcast are read by... Hi, my name is Hur Hasnain, and I'll be reading the male stories in this podcast. And the female stories... Hi, this is Beenish Tufail Chima. You'll be hearing me reading the stories collected during the project in this podcast series. So, in this edition, we look at the project's impact on men. Male attitudes towards women in Sindh province are traditional, and in rural Pakistan this means a firm belief that a woman's role is in the home and that marriage and childcare are paramount. Above all, it means that the men make the decisions. At the start of the project, less than 1 in 10 women reported that they were able to influence household decision-making. So it was clear from the start that it was going to be a big challenge to convince these men that their wives and daughters should be allowed to take part in a project run by international NGOs. I am Vakas and I live in village Talo Malo Chuneju. In our community, preference is given to the male child and the female child is deliberately discriminated. We would deny women access to visit the health facility for treatment, whereas when a male member got sick, we used to visit the hospital instantly. Moreover, earlier I used to fight with my wife and daughter. They used to work in agriculture fields and upon their return from the fields, they used to experience domestic violence and bullying on a frequent basis for serving the food late. These attitudes are widespread. My name is Karan. In my village Arori farm, the children were unable to attend school. Due to a systematic gender bias regarding education, most of these children were girls. Parents prefer educating their son, but not their daughter, as they believe that their son will provide financial and emotional care especially in their old age, while daughters are married away to another household. Daughters are perceived as a burden on the household. The scale of the challenge faced by the project is clear. I am Rohit and I belong to village Arori farm. I have three daughters. All three had been working as a maid for families living in Mirpur Khas district. I have two sons. The elder one is a raksha driver and the other one is a guard in Talinor franchise at Umarkot city. The former used to physically assault and verbally abuse his wife and sisters over serving food late and other small issues. So an ingrained and endemic view of women as secondary to men in the villages. An insurmountable challenge then? Well, 
perseverance, sensitivity and hard work pay off as numerous sessions from the project team on gender equality are held. The same three men again. Karan from Arori Farm. The societal mindset towards girls and women has improved. Young women are involved in the household level decision making. The degree of empowerment and awareness among women has improved substantially. And here's Rohit, whose three daughters were working as maids. We are now more aware about women and girls' rights and needs. When the project started in our community, a center was established and we started participating in the gender sensitization sessions and meetings. And this is what Wakaz said about the influence the project had on him. I saw female project staff as visible role models for my daughters. I motivated my daughters to join the women's center. They learned technical skills in the 6 months long training. Now they work and earn. They have no limitations on their movements outside the home. I consider this a big change. And how does the changing attitudes of men impact the women? My name is Shakila and I live in Haji Chanasar Mari. At the start, the project staff held a meeting and briefed us about the embroidery center. My father didn't allow me to go to the center at first, but thankfully, project team somehow convinced my parents. Then he allowed me to go to the center. In the training center, I learned the skills of embroidery and I'm an artisan now. My father is very happy about it now. I'm very thankful to the project in the true sense. It has lifted up our lives. It's clear the tireless work to get the men to accept the embroidery center project has had a huge impact for the women. My name is Tia. I belong to village Mia Abdul Khaliqi Bandi. I occasionally visited the market before. The community members of our village didn't allow women to visit the market. The project staff held meetings with the community and educated them about the project goals. They briefed the male members of the community about the rights and privileges of the women. This has changed the attitudes of community men towards women. Now I go to the market frequently to get orders from designers. I get paid for it. I use this money to buy the school fees of my children and I also provide them better food. Before the life was very tough. The embroidery center changed the whole story. I am now earning money and my list of household challenges is reducing. The project has really built a self-belief among young women to live a better life. I get around 3 to 4000 rupees per order. 3 to 4000 rupees equates to about 30 to 40 dollars and this makes a significant difference in rural villages in Sindh province where most live on less than 2 dollars per day the changing male attitudes has made a world of difference for the women my name is nesa megwar and i belong to village rana jagir before the establishment of embroidery center at rana jagir my life was very different things were very gloomy my husband was a drug addict and he didn't even allow me to go to the embroidery center at the start the project team staff held a meeting with my husband and somehow convinced him to allow me to join the center i had some knowledge of embroidery before but i learned the complete skill set in the embroidery center 
for example the muko stitch hermit stitch and color patterns as well now i'm an artisan i get orders and i get paid for it i earn 2 to 3000 rupees monthly and i use that money to buy medicines for my child who is suffering from epilepsy this project has improved my life significantly my husband is not a drug addict anymore he doesn't fight with me as well and i'm very happy about these changes my name is sadia and i live in the village morand patu i had a basic understanding of embroidery work but through this project i learned the color schemes and different stitches like pako bharat moti bharat and the use of mirrors or glass pieces of different shapes and stitches besides i learned the time management skills i really feel happy and empowered now we eat better than before moreover the project has improved societal mindset towards girls right to education through activities the project team sensitized communities to realize the importance of educating their children the words of a project worker describe just how important getting the men on board has been my name is jonathan i am president of the village steering committee formed for this particular project i have observed significant changes in my community ahrori the project has opened the doors of opportunity for young women and also improved the societal mindset towards women this has resulted in an increased degree of autonomy empowerment and mobility for girls and women the project reached 22 villages in the umukot region of sindh province and the gender sensitization sessions achieved a remarkable switch in very deeply held and entrenched conservative attitudes towards women and girls At the end of the project 72% of women reported taking part and influencing household decisions a very significant step in transforming a source of conflict between men and women has been addressed and the way to more inclusive decision making taking women and girls interests into account has been set in motion this in turn paves the way for the women to have a much greater degree of independence and a greater say in their rural communities You've been listening to Stitching Up Poverty, a podcast about a remarkable project run by YCare, the development wing of the YMCA, and the Community World Service Asia organization. The project focuses on empowering some of the most marginalized women in the world, women from the rural villages in Sindh province in Pakistan. You can subscribe in all good podcast apps to get the full series of 5 podcasts on the project. Other editions include the impact on women's economic empowerment, the impact on violence against women, on child marriage and on access to education. From me Andy Clark, thanks for listening.